Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a place where chasing dreams and chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to break tradition and pursue your own true happiness. Hey y'all, I'm your host, Tina Cudinia, award-winning chocolatier and chocolate mentor to amazing humans worldwide. I've been in the game for 15 plus years now, yo, and I've learned so much from this crazy journey of working and training under literal chocolate masters, running my own successful business, and being married to my master chocolatier husband, Portuguese stud muffin, Bruno Coutinho. This podcast was created to inspire, encourage, and help you become the best dang chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm absolutely here to help you do the dang thing. So take a deep breath, get the mind right, and get ready to listen. You ready, friend? Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate Podcast. This is part two of how I got really good in chocolate, emphasis on chocolate business. So in part one, I talked about all about how laying that foundation, gaining that work experience, knowing chocolate basically like the back of your hand is very important because I feel that for chocolatiers who want to go into business, if you know the chocolate side of things, your world is going to be a lot easier having that foundation set. And then here comes the second part having an actual business foundation and understanding of how you're then going to run that business. So if you're anything like me, unless you went to business school, unless you really had someone to show you and guide you, business kind of feels like like way over the head. And I remember literally having this conversation with my parents saying that I feel like I understand the chocolate side of things as I was starting to like get into my career. But for whatever reason, the business side just seems like way over my head. I'm reading all these books. I'm trying to see how it fits into my business. There's a lot of things that I just don't understand. Like I can't plug in these numbers because I don't have them yet in my business. I don't know how to do market research. I don't know how to, you know, what a sales process is, all these types of things that when Kudina Chocolate started, I told my husband, like, I need someone to guide me. And it funny enough, it didn't even start looking into business mentorship. It started looking for someone who could teach me how to build an online course. Because from the beginning of Codinia Chocolate, there's this element in the back of my head that said, you need to teach. And I spat that idea out to Bruno. And I said, we should teach, you know, we have so much experience. We've answered so many questions for our own friends. And we've been leaders in kitchens before. I feel like we have that natural ability. and We love what we do. We should teach. There's a lot of knowledge that we have. So I went into looking for a chocolate or not a chocolate coach, a business coach who could teach me how to lead an online course that turned into a whole business mentorship thing, which then opened up my eyes to like, wow, there's so much more possibility here. There's so many more things I could build. There's so much that I still needed to know. So just starting right on the top of mind, if you are trying to actually do chocolate for a living, you first have to get this mindset in your head, this curiosity in your head that doing business as a chocolatier is possible. I oftentimes feel like, you know, people either have their own horror stories based on their personal experience or people are just automatically assuming that's going to be the worst or you're going to have no life or it's going to suck everything out of you and that's already creating this scarcity energy and mindset for yourself of setting yourself up for failure because yes there is I mean statistically yes it is statistically really really difficult to start a food-based business and the profit margins aren't the greatest and all these types of things but I do feel that at the heart of it a lot of the times that chocolatiers 
people in this industry run into that problem is because they don't understand the business side of things. They don't know how to build out the business. So because I had a first business that failed, I didn't want to repeat that again, right? I was like, if I'm going to do it the right way, and I was finally back home in Los Angeles, I'm going to do it the correct way and learn all the things and freaking get myself to a point where I felt comfortable looking at the numbers, looking at my business, understanding it. So number one, I would say it's like, if you are looking to really do chocolate for a living, you have to get your mindset right and think that just because there's so much of the business stuff you don't know, change that from I can't or I don't know to I'm curious and I want to learn more and I'm going to learn more. And then gradually invest into whatever you need to invest to for you to gain that information because the information is out there. You could find it for free, which is going to take you a lot longer, or you can find it with someone who's been there before. Uh, point number two, I would say if that if you're looking to really do chocolate for a living, learn the business side that I really had to understand was so not only just aligning myself with a business mentor, but thinking about, okay, so now that I'm building out this chocolate brand, what do I want its values to be? What do I want to be known for? What do I associate Codinia chocolate with, right? The foundation of how you lay everything out is going to be the message that you're putting out to everyone else. So you have to think for yourself, really like go to the drawing board, make yourself a vision board, whatever it is, put out like all the key values of your business that you want to be known for, stick to some sort of marketing plan that's going to get that message out there, be willing to put yourself in front of different audiences. And this is where it's like trial and error. Are you going to be doing pop-ups? Are you going to be doing social media? Are you going to be doing online sales? Are you going to be doing LinkedIn calls for corporate? Like, what are you going to do? And put yourself out there consistently on that platform, on that event space, on whatever that might be for you to gain that brand awareness. Business really comes down to if you're being visible and if you're getting the sales. That's what I like really cemented in my head. So for me, it's like I'm willing to put in the time to first learn the foundation and work on what do I want to be visible for, gain that audience attraction, gain that hype, meaning two months prior to Godinia Chocolate actually coming off, I was very, very consistent on social media. And I still am consistent, but two months prior was what I was giving as like the warming up period to this audience. Hey, Codina Chocolate is coming. Every single day there was a post related to what to expect from us, what types of products we we're going to come off, who Tina and Bruno is. So by the time we launched, we already had people instantly buying from us. And so once I started to understand like, okay, like if business is breaking down to your visibility, so brand awareness, all those things, um, how you market yourself to get to the sales, it's just a matter of like, what are my brand values? What efforts am I doing for marketing? What do I need to improve on in order to secure more customers? And I feel like there's so many questions in sales. And again, this is a part where it might seem like everything's kind of like over the head a little bit, but you can design your business any which way you want. I think the issue is that so many chocolatiers think that they have to do 5 million different things. And so you're spreading yourself too thin, trying to get every little bit of a sale, but you're not really, again, focusing on that foundation. So what's your customer base or what's the area that you want to focus on? You know, it's going to be different if you just have an online shop versus if you have a brick and mortar. If you're renting a commercial kitchen, you just want to do wholesale, like you're going to be working in your kitchen differently. So you have to know for yourself, what do you want your business to look like, the brand, where are you going to put your efforts in on the marketing? And like I said, if you have the chocolate side down, like the back of your hand, 
then you can arrange and have time to work on the business side of things. Another thing that's very key to becoming very good in chocolate business, I feel, is that when you're in entrepreneurship in general, it's a very personal journey. It's kind of like a mirror of yourself. Like you're going to be faced with all sorts of obstacles, all sorts of triggers, all sorts of things that you just have to deal with. And I feel like with entrepreneurship, you can't really run away from it. So what I love and what I hate about it is that it's this constant evolution, not just of your brand, but really of yourself. And so for the last three years, Codina Chocolate has continued to grow every single year. And I've added things onto the business, doing things I never thought that I once would, you know, like I dreamed about it. Um, but it's crazy that some of those opportunities actually came true. And I realized that, you know, things that I used to say were like over my head or I didn't understand now are just so crystal clear to me that I can pinpoint parts of my business. And if I do need help, I have my own mentor that I reach out to, to spit ideas on, to ask what she thinks of something, to gain some clarity. Hey, how did she reach this amount in her business or this level in her business, whatever. And I realized that I am still in that mindset of being curious. I am still in that place of, I always say always a student, you know, never a master because there's always so much to learn. And I feel like if you're trying to really get good in business, you have to be willing to put in the work and the time where you're figuring it out, learning those key business things, branding, marketing, sales, all those things, but also having this deeper conversation with yourself of like, who do you want to be, right? The inner mirror of like, what type of person runs Cudinia Chocolate? What type of person runs your business? What do you see your life looking at? These are bigger questions and bigger conversations that, you know, scare some people. And really, I don't feel many chocolatiers really stop to take the time to think of, you know, why you're doing what you're doing, essentially. Why are you putting all this time, this money, this effort into growing something that you love, but what's the return on it? right? I mean, there has to be some sort of strategy. There has to be some sort of plan. If you understand that when it comes to business side of things, it comes down to the systems and structures. It comes down to understanding, building a strong brand, having customers and having connections and relationships that you continue to nurture, having some sort of sales funnel or basically sales process. So you understand that if I get this customer from this outlet, they are going to now have this type of interaction for me. And it's going to lead through this process, which is going to lead to a sale. And then I can nurture that afterwards. It can lead to more opportunities, repeat, repeat, and so on, right? No one looks at it that way. No one teaches us that. When I started learning that, I was like, holy crap, like it's a lot of work for sure. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot, a lot of work. But when you work in your business intentionally with a strategy, the payoff is like night and day, super night and day. I I want to remind you guys that like I talk about this and maybe I'm, I'm not speaking it as smoothly as possible because yes, I am a chocolate business mentor and I tend to have like my thoughts kind of all over the place, but um, it's it's obtainable for anyone and everyone. And I think what's, the learning lesson is that if you're trying to build your own chocolate business, like I said, you have to think of what type of life do you want to have from this business? What type of business do you really want to have? What's the experience that you want the people to have when they interact with your business or try your chocolates or whatever? And then as you trial and error, basically, 
those different outlets because if you've never really gone into business for yourself, if you may if you maybe don't have the most experience in doing online sales, pop-ups, you know, all the things, there's going to be certain avenues that maybe you're naturally more inclined to grab onto than others. So you have to kind of develop what feels good to you. And I, I feel like that's something that's very important because so many chocolatiers just want to, bam, right off the bat, have an amazing business. It doesn't work that way. It takes trial and error. It takes showing up authentically, showing up consistently. That's my favorite freaking C word, showing up consistently time and time again. And looking at what you're currently doing really for what it is, being very honest with yourself really for your true effort if if it's actually if you're actually like keeping to the process and actually making the efforts and tracking that and then based on the results of that you can say this worked for my business this did not work for my business i felt really good doing these products doing this type of marketing doing this whatever event i didn't feel very good doing this you know it's a learning lesson it's malleable it's something that you can change it's something that you can prove upon it's something that you can build out however you want the point is is that it takes time and i feel like a lot of people are very impatient and so before you go diving in to try and you know create this amazing wonderful chocolate business really take the time to think what do you envision that to look like what do you want from it what are the bare minimum necessities you need to have in place what are your marketing efforts going to look like? Because you can make the best chocolate in the world, but if you can't sell it then and no one knows about it, then your business just isn't going to take off, right? It's going to die. You know, we're not freaking like a Louis Vuitton or what's that fancy car? A Bentley. We're like, they don't need commercials really, right? You need to freaking create the hype. You need to know, let people know what you have coming. You need to build that audience base. And you need to do it authentically because I feel that if you're trying too much to be like this chocolatier or this chocolatier, you're going to get very tired very quickly. And so when I hear chocolatiers say, oh, I'm really not good at the sales and marketing part like that, it just, I find it so tedious and annoying. I would rephrase it and think of like, well, what, who are you? What are you so excited to share about? Because realistically, the business is just kind of an extension of your personal branding, your personal self in chocolate form. It's all the values that you hold as a person in chocolate form. So the only difference is that now you're letting more people know about it and you want more people to know about it in order to attract the right people to your business, in order to attract the right people who would support your business in their network, outside their network, and it keeps growing. And it's a whole circle. So anyways, I know, like I said, this podcast might have seemed a little bit all over the place, but my point is, is that if you really want to get good in chocolate business, understanding the business foundation is key. Being authentic is key. Being consistent is key. Understanding that, yes, you're going to need to know sales and marketing in order to build out a successful chocolate business. And it is possible to learn this. In fact, I have a whole membership called the Chalk Bus Collective focused specifically on chocolate business. And there's a girl in there who just left me a message yesterday saying she's found it so helpful. She's completely redoing her business properly from the ground up with the numbers in place so she can really track and improve upon building it out because you don't want to be stuck with the business where you have the products, but then you're like, I have no freaking clue what I'm making, what costs what, how I'm getting customers, like you don't want to be in that space. You want to be in a place where you can feel pretty confident about 
what you're doing. You're excited about the business. You're excited about where you're going. You have some sort of big picture plan and the trajectory is just right. Anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of the iHeart Chocolate Podcast. For more content, be sure to keep following and thank you so much. I will see you later. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for joining along and listening. I super duper appreciate it. If you could be so kind, share this podcast with another chocolate friend who may benefit. Becoming a chocolatier has been a dream come true. And these days, I am all about helping other passionate, hardworking folks like yourself step into that next level of chocolate happiness. You can always send me a DM via Instagram at Coutinho Chocolate or join my free Facebook group, Passion to Chalk Biz, to connect with other awesome chocolatiers like yourself. Till next time, my friends, and remember this, you are worthy of the life you dream. That is my mantra for freaking life. You just have to have the courage to keep pursuing it. Here's to doing the dang thing and forever loving what we do. Cheers.